Welcome to Modern Marketing Messages, the leading podcast discussing the latest and greatest in both online and offline marketing tactics, strategies, and trends. I'm Mariah Kalaji, and today we are diving into the nitty-gritty of analytics, and we are joined by AmericanEagle.com's very own experts, Simon Mandel and Charles Rowe. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate uh, being here, Mariah. I can't wait to see what it is that we can see. (laughs) Awesome. I love it. Simon, would you like to give us a little intro on yourself? Yeah, sure. I'm Simon Mandel, digital strategist here at AmericanEagle.com. Uh, And I specialize in site analytics, uh, reporting, data visualization. I have 10 years experience in e-commerce and website development, online experience design. Awesome. Thank you. Welcome. And Charles? And I'm Charles Rowe. I've got 20 years of experience working in finance, data, and analytics, and uh, uh, love to see what kind of stories it is that data can tell. Marketing is about telling stories. Data is about telling stories, too. Awesome. I love it. So let's dive right into that nitty gritty that I was just talking about. You Sounds know, good. I think, Charles, you had some t- statistics. Yeah, we sure do. Uh, a latest Gartner story, uh, excuse me, survey put out that 81% of marketers expect the majority of their decisions will be data driven. Uh, but of those of those 80%, 66% of them are saying that they rank themselves as an, at an intermediate level or below in using data to drive their marketing models. And so I think a lot of what it is that we're looking to do is, okay, where is it that you're at? Uh, mm-hmm. How is it that you fall within that? And what is it that you need to do to be able to take that next step? I think those are great statistics. I, it, it's, it makes me think about who is that other 20% who are going to let their decisions be made by something other than data. <laughs> right? It, it's wild. And, and I think, you know, as we dive into the data, understanding, you know, some buzzwords that get thrown around a lot, especially when discussing analytics, KPIs and metrics. Oh, yeah. Everybody loves to talk about KPIs. Everybody loves to talk about their metrics. And a lot of people think these terms might be synonymous or interchangeable, but for us, they are not. Metrics, the way to think about it or the way we think about it is that metrics is really any number. It's like any value that you can uh, capture from what's going on in the data. But the KPI, which is short for key performance indicators, those are your real significant Uh, values. Those are the ones that you're paying extra special attention to because those are the numbers that are really significantly surfacing what's going on with your business. Yeah, and a lot of your metrics are going to be distilled down to or roll up into KPIs Mm -hmm. uh, to be able to give that summary data that then leads you on to further investigation as to where it is that you can most improve. Yeah, so another way to think about it is Uh, All of your KPI are some kind of metric, but not all metrics are key performance indicators. And uh, all of these things can find their way into an analytics report that we call a dashboard. The dashboard, the infamous dashboard. So I, I know we use a lot of dashboards, you know, as it relates to working with our customers and clients. But how, how are we using them both internally and externally? Well, we use dashboards all the time, and uh, there's multiple different visual data visualization tools that we can use to create a dashboard for a client or for any real data set. Uh, we use them primarily with Google Analytics for any website's uh, uh, data or, or um, traffic traffic data, and we create a visualization that helps everyone understand exactly how the landscape of their traffic is. And it's very revealing, it's very transparent, and it 
really helps a lot of conversations cut right to the quick. Yeah. Yeah, we're looking to, to get into truth-telling and to be able to utilize dashboards that pull back, that open up the hood and pull back the curtain a little bit to be able to see what it is that's going on with your marketing efforts. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, data does not lie. It is the source of truth. And, you know, I think it's really interesting as we kind of look at different use cases. I'm, I know that you guys have worked very closely with some of our, our customers in developing developing these dashboards and the, these data insights, you know, I, I think, Charles, maybe you said this, that with data, you have the ability to aim before you shoot. Yeah, absolutely. I, th I think oftentimes what we try to do, um, and this is a very natural instinct for all of us, is to say, hey, here's the point it is that I'm trying to make. Here's what it is that's been done. Um, and it's very easy then to search for stories or for data to be able to back up what it is that you're saying. And what it is that we're looking to do is to instead say, hey, here's our data and here's our starting point with it. And what is that starting to pull back the curtain on so that we can have some actionable items uh, based off of the where it is that the data takes you to be able to improve your business? You can think about it like it's a logical progression. There's a narrative in the data. And what we're trying to do is reveal and share that narrative. And it starts with uh, the basic stages that all website traffic goes through, acquisition, engagement, and conversion. And what the data is revealing is how, are, how is any website's traffic successfully traveling through those channels? Yeah. How, where are you coming from? What are you consuming? And ultimately, are you hitting your goal? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I know, Simon, that you had brought up the, the data visualization component as it relates to kind of the dashboards that we leverage and, you know, being able to bring data visually to leaders to make decisions. How do you position that with, with customers and clients? And Well, what we're finding in uh, conversations that we're having internally is that data that we are presenting is very much a differentiator for us in the conversations that we're having. Uh, we have um, we have lots of great capabilities uh, in development and in design, but what is really what I, what I'm hearing is particularly standing out amongst the conversations that we're having is the level of detail in the data and the analysis that we're able to surface around these discussions. When we're having strategic conversations about uh, where we need to implement our efforts, what our priorities should be, we're very data-driven. We surface uh, traffic and conversion and e-commerce data or lead generating data such that we can clearly understand where segments or channels are overperforming and underperforming. And that helps everyone understand exactly, and leadership in particular, understand mm -hmm. exactly where resources need to be applied. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, we we use data in making our marketing decisions and, you know, exactly what you said and where to focus our efforts. But I think data beyond marketing, you know, other teams can leverage that data to help, you know, content writers to um, identify different lapses in 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 content and such. But so it's very interesting to see how data can can transcend through the various teams. 
Yeah, I think uh, what I would add to that is the idea of when we talk about dashboards and visualizations, how it is that we're graphically representing the data to be able to tell those stories. Um, a picture is worth a thousand words. Everybody mm -hmm. knows this, but sometimes <laughs> it's really difficult yeah. to figure out what it is that's going on when you're just taking a look at a, a table of figures. And um, so many businesses have seasonality um, that are associated with them. And so when you're focusing some type of marketing effort, oftentimes it's okay, well, how is this performing? Well, I have to be able to compare this against what it is that's going on 12 months ago, 24 months ago, and what it is that's been going on during the interim of that time to see if I'm moving the needle. And so to be able to, to look back in time to show that, the only way it is that you can do it is to be able to see the picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I feel like we, we really dove into exactly that, the nitty gritty of, of analytics, but let's maybe take a, a thousand foot step back and what can a small business do to kind of dive in and understand some of these key analytics and KPIs and metrics? What are some first steps that maybe you would give a customer or a small business? I think uh, no matter what the size of your organization, analytics are critically important. and. If you're starting out and you're looking to get some orientation, uh, some idea of where you are in the space and you just need a point of entry, you can start with the basics. And the basics of analytics are your sessions. How mm -hmm. many people showed up to your website? That's probably the first and most important number that everyone should know. And um, with a, a simple, basic Google Analytics integration, which shouldn't cost anything, uh, that's the perfect place to start. So even if you're a small business, if you have a website, you should connect Google Analytics and begin to understand your traffic, how many people are showing up. And then from there, it's a simple progression into understanding, well, what is it that they saw? What mm -hmm. were the pages that they saw? And then from there, your, your analytics knowledge will just grow because everything that you learn, at least from my perspective, everything that I learn introduces at least one other new question. If this is the case in the data, how did it get to be that way? What's the story that you can tell? Um, and uh, sessions and how many people showed up to the website is the first place to start. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as Simon was saying, everyone has that same starting point. So I guess more, uh, the next further question is, where is it that you're at in that maturity model? Mm -hmm. um, do you feel really good about what it is that you're seeing from your data? Do you not? Um, and then another question is, the, the worst thing for any business is not knowing what they don't know. It's those hidden spots. Yeah. And so it, can we take those things and peel back the onion a little bit uh, to find some soft spots or some strengths that you've got uh, with what it is that you're doing with your marketing efforts? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I think an interesting statistic from Gartner is 69% of marketers say marketing analytics team is viewed very favorably. So I think that that just kind of goes to show that if as a marketer, you need to be so intertwined with that analytics team. It's a great time to be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I, we kind of hit on how businesses can start out and you touched on Charles your analytics maturity in that model. So how do you guide customers through the, this kind of journey? 
That's one of the things that um, our digital strategists um, are doing when they first start off, kick off any kind of engagement with a client. It's um, for Simon and I to be able to create some dashboards that hit on a lot of the things that he's that he's talking about. What is your website performance? Um, how is it that it's doing? Um, and to then be able to attach those things to the things it is that our digital strategists can do to be able to improve you. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it that we can find some some low-hanging fruits as far as saying, yeah, we're not doing so well in this area. We just don't have enough sessions. We're not getting enough. We don't have enough visibility uh, as far as when somebody does a Google search on us, something along those lines to then allow for those marketing teams to um, do some search engine optimization as far as just getting in there. And that's, of course, just one one low-hanging fruit example that we have there. Yeah. And, and jumping on what you referenced around maturity of your analytics. So here's a quick litmus test that anyone can take uh, for their own analytics set. Uh, Do you have in your analytics, are you set up for conversion tracking? If you're selling something on your website, Mm -hmm. is e-commerce set up uh, such that you're collecting that data around transactions and revenue? Um, Maybe you're not uh, involved in e-commerce and instead you are trying to collect leads Do you have a form on your website such that every single time that is completed, that that triggers an event in your analytics, a.k.a. goal reporting? Mm -hmm. Do you have goal reporting set up on your site? Yes or no. And then lastly, I would ask uh, for anyone who's managing an analytics portfolio, do you have any event triggers that are firing on your on your website for anything that users might be doing? Uh, that might be watching a video or that might be interacting with some component. But uh, I'm sure on every website, there's a significant event that uh, people want to track that helps them understand, are our users engaged or are we missing the mark? So right there, those are three things. Are you set up for conversion tracking? Do you have goal reporting on your website? Are you tracking events? If you can answer no to any of these questions, mm-hmm. then there's still some growth and maturity that you can get out of your analytics. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like, you know, kind of that that maturity and moving forward as as organizations are becoming more and more data driven and rightfully so every decision that can be made around data should be. What do you guys foresee the, the future holding for analytics and decision making through data? It's a good one, right? It is a good Did one. Did I stump you? <laughs> uh, what's in the future for analytics? I feel like it's just more permutation. Like you said, I think uh, more people are going to ask these questions. More people are going to want to have their decisions informed by historical evidence. And I think the tools that um, people like Charles and I are using are just making that more and more accessible. Whereas before this information was harder to extract and present, it's just becoming much easier to syndicate and much easier to package and distribute. Um, The concern there is uh, just overconsumption. It's Mm -hmm. the concern there would be um, over inundating irrelevant data points that aren't driving decision making and it's about striking a good balance uh what's in the future i think the future uh i don't know there could be when i look at google analytics and i see what's going forward there with um ga4 or some of their 
smart goals. It I can only imagine that machine learning and uh, some kind of uh, AI is mm-hmm. going to find its way into this space, and um, people like like us and marketers will try and understand that as a tool. And some people will be successful with it, and some people will not. Yeah, what what I'd say is there's there's both near term future and long term future, yeah. of course, right? And so um, as companies are becoming more mature and how it is that they're tracking what it is that's going on with their website and going through uh, marketing efforts to be able to shore up their weak spots, you start to get to a higher level of maturity. Um, So what's the time frame on that? It's difficult to know. But one of the things it is that you can note is that with machine learning and with AI, um, there's something that's known as as prescriptive um, data, which is or prescriptive solutions, which is how is it that what it is that I'm doing is moving the needle? And so getting beyond just seeing how it is that the needle is moving and how things are changing, can you utilize machine learning to be able to predict whether what it is you're about to do is going to move Mm -hmm. the needle and whether it is that that's an effort that I should actually engage in or not? And that is some crazy stuff. Yeah, I mean, the, the future, man, it is wild. But, you know, very exciting stuff. So I I feel like we really kind of dove into the difference between KPI metrics, data as being utilized as a differentiator, how important data visualization really is. Um, You know, maybe we we leave here with some parting simple tricks to level up your analytics reports. Oh, yeah, I got lots of those. Oh, let's hear them. (laughs) Well, the first thing is deep. (laughs) The first thing I would say is understand and communicate the context. And another way to say that would be context, context, context. Anyone can deliver a number. Anyone can deliver a report. But unless it's understood in the right environment, it's going to have no value. If I tell you today's number is five, that doesn't mean anything unless you understand yesterday's number, which was three or seven. Um, so context, and if you, at every single time you need to present the data in its proper context. Um, and then outside of that, you know, I think it's some of the things that we've touched on, like understand the, um, understand the KPI, really understand what are the important numbers. Mm-hmm. Don't inundate with just any data. There's specific decision-making data that, that people are looking to consume or that when you present, people will find value. And uh, I would also say be a truth teller. And if that means be right. ruthless, then be ruthless. Tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, you know, honor reason and this is your credibility. Um, you know, I understand that no one is going to want to hear um, a message that's uh, abusive, but uh, be, be honest. Be honest, be respectful, tell the truth. Uh, yeah, that's let, what data is all about. Let the data take you on that journey um, and let it guide you. Use those guideposts to be able to take you to where it is that you need to to get to the top of the mountain. There are a lot of different paths that will get you there. Um, but the paths that won't get you there are when it is that you just decide to go off track, not follow what it is that's going on. And all of a sudden you find yourself falling off a cliff, um, mm-hmm. which is what no one is looking for. And to that end, you know, the another recommendation I would have would be like, include recommendations you know um if you are presenting metrics if you're presenting the data scenario you also need to provide a path forward Mm -hmm. hey this is what we see in the space and therefore it implies this and our recommendation to improve the situation is that 
Yeah, I guess. Uh, how about we just add one more thing on top of all of that? <laughs> I'll go um, one more. It's to it's to make it actionable. Hey, mm-hmm. here's what it is that our data is doing, and this is what it is that it's going to lead us to do in order to take those next steps. I love that. So I feel like, long story short, data is king in making every decision, um, and I couldn't agree more. Thanks so much for joining us today on Modern Marketing Messages. Be sure to subscribe to stay up to date on all of our latest shows. And as always, we look forward to an exciting new episode coming soon. This podcast is executive produced by Renee Nelson and Tim Alanius and brought to you by AmericanEagle.com Studios.